What's good, words? Your boy Mastermind Mind, and this is the June weekday and weekend drops. We've been doing a blackout here. Hope everyone is safe, man, and out of trouble, and, and just uh, staying calm and staying focused and staying peaceful. We've been a blackout here. So, uh, listen, man, we got 30 hours. Well, not even 30 hours. A couple more hours until PS5 will reveal, reveal itself. Got some details on PS5. Some, we don't know what we're going to see. Maybe some gameplay. Hopefully, we see some gameplay footage. Um, maybe we may get an idea of what games you're going to have at lunch. Uh, we don't know, but we know we're going to see something. And this is what we all have been waiting for. They've pushed the event back uh, before due to all the things that's, that's been going on with protesting and, of course, with COVID and whatnot. But now we're about to get a full reveal of the PS5, the future of gaming. I think this is what everybody is kind of pumped up and excited to see. Uh, Xbox is okay. You know, everybody was pretty excited about that, but not as excited they're, they're about to see uh, with PlayStation. So this is something great. Can't wait to see what, uh, what what's in stores. Uh, my prediction here is uh, there may not be a screen on the controller. Uh, probably probably will, though. As I got a closer look at the controllers, like, nah, that might not be a screen. But then again, that'd be pretty cool if it is. But hey, it may be, maybe. I mean, maybe. Um, I know for definitely we'll probably we'll probably see some Gran Turismo, um, some um, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, uh, maybe a game like what's that game that God War game? Not God of War, but uh, it's another game they showed at the Game Awards. Not the Game Awards. They showed a PS5 game uh, not too long ago. It may have been at the Game Awards. Um, we're never going to see those. Let me see. What other exclusives they'll probably show? They may show The Last of Us 2 rendering and playing on PS5. We may get something like that. Um, we may. They may come out with a, a new Crash Bandicoot. I think that would be real a good, fresh look for all the PlayStation fans. That would be great. Any type of classic uh, PlayStation title that they... If they can remake a classic PS title for PS5 and have it for lunch, uh, that'd be pretty dope. And I think Crash Bandicoot would definitely be the one. Uh, it makes sense because you got the uh, remastered of the uh, go-kart Crash Bandicoot they brought out. You got the remastered of the classic uh, Crash Bandicoots they brought out. So it'll be right if they give us uh, a completely brand new Crash Bandicoot for PS5. This would be perfect. Perfect timing for it. Uh, even Spyro would be perfect timing for, for, for some new Spyro. Um... That'd be dope. I'm trying to think what else we'll probably get. They may show some Final Fantasy or something rendering on the PS5. Showing the difference between, like, load time. We may get a lot of, like, big load games. They may be just premiering on the PS5 to show the difference of the speed, of the load speed. Uh, that's I think that's my biggest thing I'm excited for is to really get my hands on the PS5 and to just see there's no more load time. I think that's the that's the key feature, and by that being a key feature is because of speed, man. Like you don't have to wait so long for your game to load up anymore, and you know that, that's pretty big, man. So for us, the that load time to go to go away completely, or to go away like while your game is done, like less than ten seconds, or however long, it's gonna be great, man. I think that's what I'm really excited for. Um, so can't wait to see what they're going to display and, and show us, man. Hopefully we'll, we'll probably actually get a glimpse of the con- the console itself. Um, 
I hope it's not the developer's kit that they've been showing. I don't think it's that, like an alien spaceship or something. Hopefully it's not that. Um, it, it's going to be a exciting thing. It's going to be a exciting thing, man. It, I think that's one of the biggest topics right now is just PS5. Everywhere you go on the internet, it's PS5, 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 everywhere you go. I'm not hearing too much out of Xbox. You know, Xbox has been showing new games, uh, showing all next-gen games from this point, new trailers or whatnot. Uh, that's been kind of on the hush, and that hasn't really been on my feed a lot. Most of the things been on my feed is PlayStation, PlayStation all day. Uh, speaking of PlayStation, man, we got Last of Us Two coming out not so long, seven more days by the time you hear this. Uh, so we're really about next Friday. Next Friday, we're looking at Last of Us Two. Uh, that's gonna be look, man. <laughs> that's the biggest game for PS4. I can tell you that right now. That should that deserves a game award. That's probably gonna win game of the year. Um, but if they show that on the PS5 with the load time and all that, that'll be perfect. A perfect way to start the PS5 launch event. Show a current game that's already on the way and talk about free upgrades. Meaning like if we get Last of Us 2 when it comes out for PS4. You know, free upgrade, kind of like what Xbox is doing. I'm pretty sure PlayStation is going to do it. I think I've been hearing stuff all over the web saying that, hey, these are not just rumors anymore. This is what PlayStation is going to be doing. Um, but a free upgrade to PS5 version, that would be perfect. And the best the best way to open up an event is to show a current game that we can get our hands on and actually play, but get an upgrade copy of this current game that we're seeing rendering on the PS5. And the graphics are gonna be, I know it's gonna be better and the speed and everything. That's the best way to start the PlayStation. I guarantee you start the PlayStation 5 event off showing Last of Us 2 rendering on the PS5. Look, man, it's gonna it's, that's gonna that's that's a great opening, folks. <laughs> that's a great opening. Um that's a lot of stuff I want to come in and really talk about, man. But I I'm just excited to see what Play, PlayStation 5 is gonna do. Uh that's my my mostly uh, thing i've been eyeing right now at the moment there's been a lot of stuff going on um currently where where i am and um situations around the world you know what i'm saying so anytime um big things like this transaction throughout the world then hey you know uh hey especially uh this black lives matter man we we going in a, a complete blackout I mean, no podcasting during those times. Uh, but we will be back, man. We will be back for more, talking about more PS5 things and more gaming of, of all sorts of things. I'll definitely be back in here. The blackout is over. But can't wait to hear what PS5 got to present to us and show us. Y'all stay tuned for more, man, and be safe, man, and game on. What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Mind, and this is the week they drop. This is what we've been waiting for, man. I'm going to jump right into it. PlayStation 5, we just got it um, revealed. We just got some details, man. Um, thoughts about the show right now, um, pretty fresh. I will go back and look at some of those titles in 4K uh, because the screen wasn't really panning any justice, and I was like, oh, I know for a fact these games look better. But you can still tell that it's definitely next gen. And you can tell because the, the, the polish, the polish of the colors, uh, the, the frame weight look better. It, it looked like it moves much more smoother. 
the graphics is definitely there but you know just watching it and not actually being there seeing it i think it's gonna be a completely different part um they showed the whole entire system which is cool uh the the system looks beautiful it looks beautiful compared to the xbox oh man no playstation is killing the xbox it looks beautiful it looked like a spaceship or something it looks really good the controller go right with it i'm interested to see different bundle packs they're going to come out uh with that's gonna be pretty dope uh, i can definitely see them um like someone said a, a spider-man bundle pack the new spider-man game they showed uh, maybe horizon zero done that 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 new uh game too they probably come out a bundle pack i can see different bundle packs in the future with this thing and it's gonna look awesome man and got a closer glimpse at the controller uh, built on microphone controller i think that was pretty dope um no there's no scream on the controller i was wrong about that one but the thing is that would be pretty dope if they had a scream on the controller maybe they may have it in the future or maybe they got it on there they just ain't showed it yet i don't know but you know and we all know PlayStation could have really went to that next gen level and they didn't do that. So I mean, you know, this is my overall pros and cons about the show. They I feel like they could have went all the way next gen with this thing, man. I'm talking about scream on the controller, show us uh video of the AI, like talking to your artificial intelligence or whatever that's built into your console. You you tell us it's gonna be there, but show that in the display. You know that was a little let down but i mean I'm, I'm not too mad at it because this this they did much better than xbox i will say that they did a better job at xbox a lot of these games was actually playing in the ps3 we got actual gameplay footage and not just a bunch of cutscenes like xbox showed us um so i mean you know it's, it's a better presentation than xbox but there's a couple things i really wish they would have showed more of or some more things but overall it still was a great presentation uh, was, this, some people think that the build up was pretty good I think the build up was slow so like oh I'm anxious I'm so, I was just so anxious ready to see it and I was ready to see like some heavy hitter games we didn't really get a lot of that but it's fine because they got we got a lot of like um, uh, indie games which is always a plus um, one thing I didn't like we, we got a lot of first person shooters or just first person games that I wasn't a big fan of I'm not a big fan of per- first person period uh, mostly third person view uh, if it's first person it got to be something like Call of Duty or something but we got a lot of first person games and I can see why they're doing that because they want to show the graphics off they want to be able to show the detail of the background and everything so I can respect the whole first person view uh, aspect from it pretty dope uh, third person view is something that I feel like you know I want to see more of with the PS5 uh, but seeing the first person view it looks good uh can't you can't deny that the graphics look good even if you don't like first person um i called a, a bunch of games that i knew they was gonna come out with grant turismo ratchet and clank uh that was one i was i was definitely thinking of when i mentioned something about spiral and crash bandicoot uh i said maybe a ratchet and clank maybe yeah, that that would they showed that they look good new spider-man that looks amazing uh we got the dinosaur game but i called it the dinosaur game uh, Rising Zero done. Uh, what is this? Um, what is this one? Um, West crossover. I forgot the, the complete name of it, but that game looked great. And by that being a, a lunch title, 
Well, we're not necessarily sure it's going to be a lunch title, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lunch title. Mostly all the games, not mostly all of them, but some of the games they showed here at the event will come out with, with it on lunch. And I think that's going to be one of them. Maybe Ratchet and Clank. Maybe, uh, what's that, God Form or God Force. Shit, so many games they show hard to keep up with all of them. But that was one. That was, that'll, that'll probably be one they come out with on lunch. Uh, probably the Spider-Man. So, I mean, the lunch is looking, the lunch so far is looking pretty neat. We didn't get a price. Um, I was hoping we was going to get a price at the end. I mean, at least we did get a, uh, you know, a picture of a full glimpse of the controller and the console. So, I mean, overall, the performance, uh, we didn't, we didn't really get, we didn't really talk anything about performance. Uh, we didn't really get to see, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they didn't talk about it, but they didn't really mention a lot of like spec. They didn't go into like the specs. They didn't really talk about, uh, you know, they didn't show us a lot of the speed or like load time or anything like that. Now I will say Ratchet and Clank did his justice for us showing us. I feel like when you, when they was jumping back and forth worlds like that, there's your load time right there. I kind of want to say, because when you're jumping back and forth from these worlds and these are, these are not just like no walking into another room type world. With the PS5, we're a, I think the Ratchet and Clank showed the power of the SSD and the power of the PS5 period because to manipulate all those colors and action things going on then for Ratchet and Clank to just jump into another world and then just jump into another world, like just jumping back into different worlds like that, I think that mean a lot. And that shows the power of the PS5 performance and speed also. So um, that game definitely did his, did his thing with there. With it. And especially uh, for the Spider-Man game, that game looks beautiful. Now, I, I will say, that was probably the best looking game they showed to, to, on this event. That's probably my top pick. That game looks really good. And again, we're not even seeing it in 4K. Like, this is just through the screen. Um, now, I can only imagine getting hands on it. A lot of times, even with the Spider-Man that's on PS4. Like, hey, that, game's look, that, that game looked good. And playing it on the Pro, it looks good. So, playing this new Spider-Man on the early engine of the PS5, mm, it's looking good. Uh, one thing I was kind of, I was a little confused about it first when they showed Grant the Vado, Um I was like, now, whoa, this is, this was a horrible pick for this to be your first game to show PS5 event. We know about this already. We, Grant the Vado has been out for years now. Like, like, come on, show us, we don't want this. And then it was playing on PS4. If you're going to show Grant the Vado, show it playing on the PS5. That's why I feel like that was a slip up right there. But I mean, it's cool. We'll let that one slide. Um, but they are adding things on to Grand Theft Auto. So I wasn't expecting that. I will say that. And it was like something expanded and it's coming out. You know, they're, they're doing some stuff for the PS5. I mean, for, yeah, for the PS5 and um, for the players that's playing on four, you get money or whatever. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting a lot of these perks and features that they got coming out with this old Grand Theft Auto game. So and when I first seen it, I was like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Grand Theft Auto 6? New Grand Theft Auto? Oh, yeah, this is great. Then it was the old, and I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, what? Is it playing on PS5? No. P- 
PS4? No. Oh, man. That's what he messed up at. If you're going to show us an old game, something like Grand Theft Auto, show it playing in PS5. Then at the end, show us this is what's coming with it. Enhance or whatever, whatever, whatever. It would have made perfect sense to play it in PS5. That was one of my down things about it. Uh, the Gran Turismo looks really good. That was another game I called. I knew this one kind of come out with. Uh, Gran Turismo looked really good. The details of the inside, I, I always loved it about Gran Turismo. You can customize the inside of your car. That was pretty dope. Um, I really wish they kind of uh, take it from a different perspective. This is like for people that's really driven into the, the simulation of driving a car. Well, not everybody has time to kind of dive into a simulation of a car game. So give us something short and give us something fast. And to do that, change the perspective of it to where it's like third person point of view or, you know, what I'm saying you're seeing the outside customers outside the car. And these are small things. I'm pretty sure Gran Turismo are probably already doing, but they have it from a more deep dive casual, I mean, a, a deep dive driving simulation uh, player versus someone that's that's just a casual driving gamer you feel what i'm saying so if they add some of those features for the casual driver gamers i think that'd be a plus for gran turismo but the fact that those graphics look amazing on the five gran turismo has always done a great job with graphics on the playstation and i can't wait to see what they do with the ps5 graphics for this new gran turismo that's gonna be pretty dope uh, ratchet and clank was another beautiful game I uh, love the like the way he was jumping into between those worlds like that. Yo, that's power. Because, like I said, these are not just, uh, we're just playing another stage or we're just play, going into another room. Like some games, you're going into another room and this room has to load up or whatnot. These are completely worlds, like big worlds. So that's that's amazing to see the, the PS4, power of the PS4, render those worlds like that. Uh, Ratchet and Clank was definitely a good one. Um, we had a, we had some new games that they were showing. Um, pretty good, um, pretty good detailed graphics. I, I can definitely, like I said, I can definitely see that uh, a lot of like colorful games they were showing. It, we sh- they showed a lot of colorful, bright, vivid, uh, just very colorful animated games. And I think what this event did was something that. Nintendo would usually do. Nintendo usually takes the more universal, uh, younger gamer audience approach a lot of times, and I feel like that's what PlayStation did on this one. They took a more universal approach uh, with this event, and they didn't just they didn't show like just rated M M M M games, which uh, the Xbox and the PlayStation consoles are mostly known for aiming at. And not necessarily something universal. They they can go there, but Nintendo is king of that. Uh, and I think PlayStation did a good job at this event being more at a universal perspective. So that was a really good dope uh, dope view with PlayStation. They did this, this event. Uh, like I said, it's a lot of games they showed, and um, some weird ones, some very weird ones. One of the weird ones was um, <laughs> the fruit game. I really didn't know, like, what is this, a, a VR game or something? That's another thing. They didn't show anything about VR. We didn't get anything about that. But again, this is the very first event. So, you know, I didn't I, I, I didn't expect too, too much. But I am very satisfied with this event. 
And I think from this point out, PlayStation has just set their flag in the competition. It's like, take that Xbox. Now we're going to continue uh, making great games for PS4. And then when PS5 comes out, everyone is going to buy it. <laughs> so I feel like this event has done a really good job. I'm really excited to see the next information and just next details we get about PS5. Like more, more information about um, the UI. We they got a sneak. They showed us a sneak peek of that. Um, one thing uh, was the robot game that was pretty dope and got the camera or whatever. So we know that those features of the uh, PlayStation will be back with the robot and with the camera and all that, and all the shaking it with the controller. Those features will be back. I just really hope they utilize these features a lot better than they did uh, with the PS4. Uh, that's cool. That's going to be back. Just different features of the controller is going to give it a, a different feel to it. And the whole 3D audio, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that. And uh, just small, it's, it's a bunch of questions like the pricing, uh, will, will the the headset, I doubt if it's going to come with the PlayStation. A lot of those things are probably going to just be accessories. Uh, a lot of times when you're seeing events and they show all of these things together, you think all of these things come with the console and they don't. That can kind of fool some people sometimes because um, they don't really, they don't show anything. They don't show no prices or anything there. They didn't show not in, it didn't say not included. Maybe if you pause it and look close, maybe. But uh, just different questions about the price. Do this come with this? For do the headset come with this? How's the uh, PlayStation Now service going to work out? Uh, they didn't really confirm backwards capability with the old legacy consoles like PS One, Two, and Three. But we do know it's going to be backwards capability with Four because uh, they I'm. That we know for a fact because they showed Grand Theft Auto, um, and plus PS4 back capability has already been confirmed. But we didn't really, we they didn't really, it wasn't really there saying, hey, this is how a PS2 game would look on the five. And I feel like if they would have did that, that would have that would have added just more plus presence to the show, um, showing displaying older displaying a great game from each if they would have displayed a great game from each generation console from one two three and four and show it playing on the ps5 with enhanced graphics i think that right there would have been the highlight of the show that probably would have had more people talking about it than what it is now now don't get me wrong this was a very big event and it was when I looked at the chat room, it was like two million people watching, not taking anything away from the event. But I really think that if they would have showed if this console is going to be truly backwards capability, this is something that a lot of the PlayStation fan base has really been asking for is backwards capability. And I really think if this console was going to prove to us that this was going to be a really backwards capability uh, console. This would have been a perfect opportunity to show a PS1 game running on PS5. This is how it's going to look. PS2 game running on PS5. This is how the enhanced graphics look. PS3 game running on PS5. This is how the enhanced graphics look. And a PS4 game, Last of Us 2, running on PS5. This is how it's going to look. And 
also not just that but you get a free upgrade uh for when ps5 come out that presentation alone at the beginning of the show i guarantee you would have made everybody pants on fire and everybody would have loved it but they didn't show that they went a different route which is fine but it's things that i do question about the ps5 and i'm pretty sure we're going to get more information just throughout the month and just throughout this year but we just got a glimpse at next gen this is really big and this was a really big event and i really think out of nine out of ten I would have to give it a 9.5 out of 10. I mean, the only thing I was kind of disappointed in was we didn't like detail. I just spoke on details of the PS5 and how they started off with an old Grand Theft Auto game. Like, why are you starting off with Grand Theft Auto? This is the wrong game to be starting off with. But they did it anyway. But um, just those small little things and we didn't really get uh, a lot of titles. Like, it was some other games I was hoping they was going to show. Maybe, like I just said, maybe uh, maybe we can get a glimpse of the next Call of Duty. Uh, maybe we can get a glimpse of uh, Last of Us 2 playing on the PS5. Like, just little small things like that. Maybe the price of the PS5. We didn't get none of that. But, which is fine. The event was perfect. I can't wait to get more. Uh, probably got some fanboys like, oh, he's trashing the PS5 event. No, I'm not, boys. I'm not just speaking on the good and the bad of the event but this is very special man i i i was i set this reminder on the calendar and was waiting for this event and ps5 y'all done a great job the console is beautiful i I must say this console looks very about out of all the playstations even even a bunch of the special editions like limited editions this PlayStation 5 looks better than a, than even PS4 Pro's limited editions. This PS5 looks this is the best looking PlayStation yet. That's all I gotta say, folks. We'll be back for more. Yeah, now we rock, man. Let me go look at some more of these trailers and some 4K and see how it really looks. We'll be back for more. PS5 is here. Only the details. Game on. What's good, world? It's your boy Mastermind Mind, and this is the weekday drops for June, man. Listen, man, I know I ain't been in here quite some time, just a little days, but y'all know, man, it's a lot going on, and I hope everyone is safe, man. But look, man, today is really big, man, because there's a lot of things I want to come here and talk about. It's a lot of games I got to catch back up on. It's a lot going on. So look, man, we got Pokemon DLC just dropped. I forgot I even pre-ordered it, and I forgot about it. I didn't necessarily forget about it. I just forgot the date when it was coming out. So that just dropped. And we got Last of Us coming up this Friday. But if you pre-ordered it Thursday at 12 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, we ready for it. We pre-ordered that. We got that ready to go. It's downloading. Um... Also, I just picked up the Resident Evil 3. I know I'm late, but I will be uh, going in, playing a little bit of that, and uh, reviewing a little bit of that. But I'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, just want to jump right in, man. It's a bunch of stuff I want to talk about, man. First thing I want to talk about is because it's fresh in my mind. It's Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon had a show. Uh, they displayed a couple stuff about some new Pokemon games. Um, 
they talked about the DLC of the Pokemon. That's the most exciting part that was about it, just the DLC. But the thing is, they dropped this Pokemon Snap. And I was like, wait a minute. This looked like some shit that used to be on Nintendo 64. <laughs> and it was! That is the classic Pokemon Snap. Now, that game, my opinion, back in the day was so stupid, but it was stupid because you're just taking pictures of your Pokemon you weren't really doing anything and I didn't like that but it's pretty cool to see that Nintendo is reaching back in their catalog grabbing old games and rebringing them out rebranding them for the Switch and I think it's pretty cool because the graphics look pretty smooth and it's on Switch and plus it's on the go so you know this is the age of you know cameras and everything is a lot more better we're in an age of you know it's a lot more better to take pictures and you know take pictures on your game and you post it on your social media or whatnot so snap would actually be a really good game for this particular time back then we didn't really have social media and all that stuff and the cameras went up to par and all that you can't just take a picture on your phone and or whatever we didn't really have good phones back then when nintendo 64 was out now newer technology and we're in the age of pictures and videos is pretty much the main norm I can see, uh, I can see right now, I'm probably going to see a bunch of profiles with Pikachu and Barbasaur probably hanging out together, or Charizard probably uh, hanging out with uh, Barbasaur, or whatever, just some cool Pokemon pictures, I can see that happening right now, so when I seen it and I thought about it, I was like, oh yeah, that's the old classic Pokemon, they're bringing that back out, and that's pretty exciting to see, man, because hell, it's Pokemon, and it's good for the kids, man. And they got uh, one Pokemon game that's actually really, really, really good for the kids. It's uh, something, it, I think it's like a Pokemon Tetris or something. But uh, the key factor to what I'm about to say to this about this game is it's available on mobile. Hold that thought. Now, it's going to be on Switch also. So, with this whole little, uh, Pokemon, they're like in a diner or something. They're serving up food and it's kind of like a Tetris food game or whatever. And uh, it's on mobile and it's on the Switch. Now, the cool thing about that idea is, remember, go back to old podcasts, man. I be talking about this stuff so much. Is Nintendo entering into the mobile arena? Now, that's something they've been doing. Mario Run, Pokemon Go, um, you know, just old classic stuff that came out 2018, so on, so on. We know about that. But the mere fact that they're getting more and more uh, games you can play with the switch people and the phone people with this game hey that's pretty cool that's cross-platforming folks that's right so look we're looking at cross-platforming with mobile devices hey i think that is going to be uh, a key factor in gaming from this point on out cross-platforming period uh just keep that in mind but the nintendo show was pretty cool man uh, it was good to see the Nintendo, I mean, the Pokemon um, uh, DLC pop out, you know, for Sword and Shield. That's pretty nice. I'm actually uh, got, got that already ready to go, start playing a little bit of it. It's pretty cool, man. Um, moving on to, uh, I just want to talk about uh, PlayStation uh, new slogan, Play Has No Limits. Uh, it's okay. It's going to have to stick with me for a minute. It's okay. Um, you see Xbox, their slogan, I actually forgot their slogan because this is going to go into the next topic I'm going to talk about because I'm seeing so much PlayStation advertisement yo who's ever in the freaking marketing advertisement of PlayStation 
give that man a raise. <laughs> I see a lot of the PlayStation 5 advertisement going on. I'm talking about everywhere. I mean, someone made a great point on Twitter. They seeing it on subways. They're seeing it on billboards. They're seeing it everywhere on all social medias. Like, it's everywhere. PS5 is everywhere. Different, like, games. Oh, my Siri is over here talking. Siri, no one is talking to you, Siri. Artificial intelligence is taking over, folks. But it's good to see that PlayStation advertisement everywhere, man, because they're showing games. Xbox is not really doing that. So we don't see a lot of Xbox advertisements everywhere like PlayStation. I've seen several uh, Xbox like commercials on social media, like just a little bit, but not like I've been seeing PlayStation. I've been seeing a lot of PlayStation uh, advertisement all over. Hey, this game, PS5, running on PS5, and just little short clips, little short little gifs or whatnot. Even PS5 and Last of Us 2. So, going into Last of Us 2 real fast, that's coming out. You got another PlayStation exclusive coming out next month, the Ninja game. So, PlayStation is on a good track here, man. You got tons of advertisements running for PS5. That's keeping PS5. The hype is up, though. The hype is up. They already had a better event than Xbox hype is up though now the next thing is the price that's what everybody is kind of you know kind of worried or kind of interested about is how much it's gonna cost now uh, shout out to the homie at black tie look man it's not gonna cost a thousand dollars i'm sorry it's not gonna cost that it's not gonna cost 800 it's not gonna cost 700 it's not gonna cost 600 maybe six with a like a deluxe bundle pack or hey you get extra storage or hey you get a bigger hard drive maybe but around four, five hundred is gonna be the the mark for it. And they actually leaked something uh, online. I think it was Amazon. I seen. I, I retweeted a couple times. I was reading um, an article about this, but they actually leaked it. The price. I think it was a euro dollars. They leaked the price of the PS5 and they took it down real quick. And look, man, that price is exactly what I what I basically was saying. Around four, five hundred. It's not going to be no no higher than that. I can't see a next-gen console, even though it, you you think it would because it has the technology in it. But go back in the day, back Sega Saturn back in the day was like 700, 7800. So, you know what I'm saying? I can't see a next-gen console being 7800 bucks. You know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, but... um. Everyone is concerned about the price, man. I don't think, really, honestly, the price is not going to really play a big factor, in my opinion, because PlayStation already got the audience and they already have the games. You feel what I'm saying? So with those two key factors, people are going to pay the price. Here, go ahead and take my wallet. Just give me the PS5. So that's not going to be a big factor. But for its competition-wise, going against Xbox, it's going to be important that PlayStation has a good pricing point, uh, you know, going against up, up against Xbox. So Xbox probably be around the same price, but it's interesting because there are going to be two versions of the PlayStation. We're looking at a digital version and a non-digital version. So that's going to determine. Hey, there's two different price points. I'm pretty sure uh, the cheaper version is going to be the digital version because you don't have the 4K Blu-ray hardware in there. It's all digital. That CD drive, 4K Blu-ray drive is, is digital. So the console with the drive in it, 
that's gonna probably be the most expensive one um but that's the one i would probably get because i'm more of a i have to have physical i need something that i can tangible hold on to uh that's me all day but uh, i'm clearly purchasing digital games as i speak now so um especially it fits the time for i think you know back in the day uh, this was probably beginning when xbox uh one came out they was about to release a digital version and a non-digital version they were just ahead of their time and it wasn't a good idea during that time to do that because digital sales is not as they used to be now uh digital sales now is way skyrocket up because the one we did we're dealing with a pandemic we got so much stuff going on in the world so everyone is mostly in the house that's playing games and you can't stores is closing down early so what are you doing you got the playstation store you got the xbox store so they're they're we're digitally purchasing these games so digital um purchases have definitely went up so it's like perfect timing for playstation but it was a bad timing when xbox tried to do it so i wouldn't be surprised if xbox you know also have a digital version of their xbox uh, series x console i wouldn't be surprised but that was pretty smooth to playstation to come out i wasn't expecting that i wasn't expecting playstation to come out with a digital uh, version of ps5 I mean, I wasn't necessarily shocked, but I wasn't really expecting it. But it's pretty perfect timing for them to come out with a digital version of the PS5. So, hey, more kudos to you, man. More kudos to you. But the price is definitely going to go down on the on the digital uh, version of it. And the thing is about their event, PS5 event versus the Xbox event, uh, we PlayStation show a lot more exclusives. They show more gameplay. And Xbox. Xbox didn't really show a lot of gameplay. Uh, they just show like cutscenes and you know, hey, this is gonna be on Xbox. Stay tuned for more information. Like, no, we want to see gameplay, man. Like, PlayStation did a really good job at their event. Now, there is rumor that um, I think I was talking about this previous podcasts before. PS5 may play all PlayStation games. Um, the question is, I, I was talking with a buddy of mine. Shout out to my homie Mike. Um, the question is about this is. What are they going to do if PlayStation 5 is going to be backwards capability for all PlayStation games? What are they going to do with PlayStation now? Because that's a paid for subscription. So if that's paid for and you're making the PS5, especially look, if you don't, if you get the version with the drive in it, the CD drive in it, me and tell me I better pop up a PS3 CD inside the PS5 and play it. Now, if that's possible, what are you going to do with PlayStation now to pay for services that we're currently paying for? Because now the PS5 is backwards capability with all of the PlayStations. What are you going to do about this pay for services? Now, the thing is, I hope they get rid of the services and allow us to, hey, those that have these digital games, a digital copy of a PS3 game or whatever, or a PS4 game, you know what I'm saying? Of course, PS4. But these digital versions of a PS3 game, you can, you know, you can play it on PS5 or not digital CD. You can play the CD version of these old consoles on PS5 and get rid of the PlayStation Now services. That's what I hope they do. But what I think they're going to do is keep the services and games that's not on the services make those compatible with the PS5 disc wise and all of the ones that's on the PlayStation Now market, if you do have a CD for those, it's not going to work. Now, that'll probably be too much code or too much 
workarounds to try to try to block, but that's what they'll probably do. But I'm not sure what they're gonna do, honestly, because if it's gonna be backwards capability for all uh, PlayStation games, what you gonna do, Sony? Um, moving on, talking about so like I said, so much stuff I want to come here and talk about, man. Um, a good lineup, a good story lineup. I mentioned this before, uh, talking about the PlayStation has to have a good lineup. So we got Horizon Zero Dawn, um, Forbidden West. That game is gonna be amazing, and but it's not coming out until maybe 2021. That's not gonna be a launch title. But that game, if they were to change it into a launch title, that would be a great, that'd be a, a power move launch. I think uh, the previous segment before this, when I was when I did the podcast, right when the PlayStation uh, did the event, or right after. I think I said uh, the Forbidden West may be a lunch game, but I mean, hey, if they do change that, and if they change it to where it may be a lunch game, that'll be an even stronger lunch. But even if they don't, waiting to 2021, it wouldn't be such a bad idea because if PS5 come out in December and a game like this come out, at, let's say the beginning of 2021, that'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. But your uh, lunch has to be great the launch is going to be very important for playstation 5 and i think they're going to easily pull it off they're going to do a good job at it uh but that's going to be important um i'm talking about you gonna have to come with it ratchet and clank uh the spider-man you gonna have to come with it <laughs> like you have to give us some good games at launch title i'm talking about and even if they don't if they do something like um, you know, like the, the free upgrade. Well, I'm pretty sure they're going to do because you have uh, several EA games that's making that move to where if you buy it on the old console, it upgrades to uh, a updated version or upgraded version for the next for, for next gen or whatever. So you got some games that have PS5 and for Xbox. So you have some games that's already got to go on that. But see, what they may try to do what what may happen what may happen is PS5 may come out right around uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, some more games that's coming out right around the lunch that you got new Call of Duty coming out around that time around November October around that same little circle of release windows so what they're going to probably do is hey uh, all these games is part of the uh, start lunch with the next gen console no we don't need that's what they're probably gonna do but no we don't need that we need fresh new content i don't want to play my old games just because it's gonna look better i do that later but i want at least three games or two three games to pick up freshly ps5 never before seen i want to be able to do that and it got to be two three hitters i'm talking about great games great games like they gotta come with it man uh that's gonna be key factor man um, speaking of key factor, man, I want to I want to touch on something real fast. But before I move on with more PS5, uh, Apex Legend uh, doing something with a crossplay for us like PS5 versus PS4 uh, uh, players and Xbox cross platforming over, and then you know that's gonna be pretty cool. Cross platforming is key. Remember, I keep saying that, and we may get Apex Legend on Nintendo. That'd be pretty dope cross-platforming is key <laughs> that's gonna be key man but moving back to ps5 man a couple things i want to i just want to dive deep in not too too deep 
is because I think I already touched on a lot of this stuff before. You got to go back and check out the previous podcast shows. Um, the specs. So the power in this PS5 is going to be phenomenal, man. Think about playing these games with barely any load time. Can you imagine? They already said with Horizon, uh, with Horizon uh, Forbidden West, it's going to barely have, it, have a load time. Like, think about playing something like God of War, Division, Last of Us, um, Uncharted, um, all these games that has a ridiculous long load session. Just imagine having barely any load time. That's what's going to make the PlayStation 5 special, folks. It's that SSD that's inside of it. And that's what I'm really excited to see, man, because... Oh man, this is gonna be a great fucking year for gaming. I hope no kids listening to this, but it's gonna be great because you have a customized SSD inside this PlayStation. The console is already beautiful, it's sexy. <laughs> and, the, and they also showed it laying down horizontal and vertical, so the console is sexy. You got a custom SSD in here with a nice uh, CPU and GPU in here running at some pretty smooth speeds. I mean, of course, these these things can be uh, pushed to a higher level, but this is gonna be really exciting to see, man. Because 8K is not even a normal thing, and these games will be able to push out 8K. They already talking about um, Gran Turismo is not gonna be 8K, um, but it'll be running at 240 frames. Whoa, what? 240 frames? That's amazing games running at 120 frames is even great and speaking of 120 frames a lot of these games a lot of these games we've seen during the event that's not even like the full quality of it because you're you're, you're it's being broadcast through the wire or whatnot you know what i'm saying so imagine playing these games on a 4k television not broadcast these games look even better than what we're looking at you know what i'm saying so with the greatness and the, the greatness of the game itself and just the ability to not wait for a load screen oh man i think that's gonna be it i think that's that's one of my biggest pet peeves was load screen so that's why i'm super excited about this special ssd that's inside this ps5 because xbox don't have it <laughs> and i'm a bit pet peeve of load screens and for the mere fact that playstation 5 will barely have any load screen give me one of those captain go ahead and take my wallet i'll take one i'll take two ps5s for one one for each room god damn it but it's gonna be exciting man i can't wait to uh see uh what playstation uh do and the new games i think a lot of these games uh, it's not a lot of the good stuff is not going to really happen for next gen until 2021 and 2022 I've already said that on previous uh, podcasts before that's what it's going to be but man that's all I got for y'all right now man fresh out the dome man I'll be back most definitely man it's just a lot be going on um, a lot you got the pandemic you got people protesting you got a lot of stuff going on man even in my personal life I have a lot of personal things going on but we're still going to be rocking through here man y'all make sure y'all stay safe Y'all be easy and game on. And just know I'll be back. So stay tuned. Peace.
What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Mind. And look, man, this is a weekend drop real fast, man. Real fast. I got to come in here and speak about a couple stuff about Last of Us, man. This is it. We have been waiting on this for so long, man. Before I go into that, man, just came off a live show. Shout out to GF1 Podcast. That was amazing. Got to do it again. Hey, feel free to come on the show anytime. Let's talk some gaming, man. But let's jump right into it, man. Last of Us 2. Look, I will be doing a full review of this game. Trust me. You're going to really want to stay tuned to hear what I got to say about that. That's going to be on another segment by itself now. That's going to be on a whole dedicated segment by itself. Last of Us 2, full review. I will be doing that. So I'm going to just drop a couple words for it for right now. Look, man, this is the game of the year. You hear me, folks? If you have a PlayStation 4 and you don't have this game, you might as well, what are you buying a PS4 for? <laughs> At this point, look, man, this is the game of PlayStation. You hear me? This is the game of the year. If this don't win game of the year, I don't know. What are they doing the award show? This is an amazing game. I am still in the beginning of the game. I am just loving the way that the graphics force, like the detail of the graphics, like the way I move through the snow, I'm running my horse into branches off the trees just to make make the snow fall off the trees. I, I fucking love it. I love it. Like after looking at, at the old Last of Us one, and then playing this one, like oh, this is a masterpiece, yo. And the story, I'm still at the beginning. The storyline of itself is just so in depth, and it's really like times you can just put the controller down and be like man this is i just i just like enjoying watching the cutscenes or just enjoy watching the game play itself out like the detail of the characters it, it's a lot it's a lot i'm not even going to it because i'm gonna hold it for my full review but look man the game so far is amazing um we got so many new games that's dropping um just this month and it's really this month but just some great games this year period just dropping like i just uh i forgot about like i said on the previous episode i forgot about the pokemon dlc got that started playing it that shit is tight so far uh it's very exciting to see you know a different area in the whole pokemon uh arena so you know what i'm saying i'm pretty excited about that some weird pokemon on there some very weird pokemon but i ain't tripping because like i said it's it's just it's something amazing to add on to to see a DLC for Pokemon period. You feel what I'm saying? So that's pretty great to see. Um just picked up Resident Evil 3. Um I broadcast that on Twitch. Make sure you go check that out. The thing is about that, man, those zombies on Resident Evil 3 is much more harder than Resident Evil 2. Now, that's a bit of a problem. But it's okay because I understand and I like the challenge. But those zombies on there is like overkill yo just just send out one good update patch to patch these overkill zombies that you're giving us and the other game that the free game the other resident evil thing that comes with it it's pretty cool um but it got to a point to where it was like uh okay let's go back to resident evil 3 the main story because this is pretty cool but I'm uh, just want to play Resident Evil 3 right now, <laughs> but it's not a bad thing, and it's pretty. It's something pretty interesting, a different perspective uh, from Resident Evil. Uh, I can't think of that scary game that you get to play as Jason and all your other favorite uh, characters, like all your favorite evil characters, um, like Halloween characters, 
and hunt down, get to team up with people, and y'all run around one on be the, be the bad guy. It's kind of similar to that game, but it's using the Resident Evil universe. So that's pretty cool from that perspective. And I'm a really big fan of Resident Evil, so it's pretty cool to see it uh, running that perspective of you. And it's Resident Evil, so you know uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but probably 30 minutes in, I was feeling the urge to go back to Resident Evil 3, the main story. And so you know, but uh, I'm on that game currently, and Last of Us 2 probably uh, just killed every other game that I'm probably gonna jump on for at least a month now because Last of Us 2 is where it's at. That's like this game is amazing, folks. And we're finna get another great game for PlayStation, the Ninja game. We get another great game next month. So, <laughs> I don't think, uh, you know, it's gonna top Last of Us 2, but it's, it's another great game. PlayStation 4 is going out with a bang, folks. And speaking of going out with a bang, man, look, PS5. <clears throat> I called this. Remember now, I called it. I talked about a Ratchet and Clank. I was like, you know, they come out Ratchet and Clank, that'd be pretty dope. We get a new Ratchet and Clank. Now, something I've been seeing all over the internet is a new Crash Bandicoot. I called it. Remember I said something? I said, hey, if we get a new Crash... I think I called it, man, like a long time ago. If we get a new Crash Bandicoot uh, for PS5 at lunch, and even if you don't give it to us at lunch, it's still going to be great, but if you give it to us at lunch, that will be amazing. Like, not, I'm not talking about the remakes that we got out now. I'm talking about a completely new kind of like like Ratchet and Clank they're continuing on to that journey they're giving you a brand new story Crash Bandicoot give us a brand new story Spyro give us a brand new story those are hitters that PlayStation can easily just drop out and hit and I'm still kind of hoping for an all-star fighter for PlayStation 5 that'll be great and it'll be something that's unexpected and the thing is by it being unexpected it's going to be a good drop for PlayStation because Super Smash Bros. was a very good drop for Nintendo now this is the peak and this is the peak time and for PlayStation is just drop like really cool exclusives. And I think if they add All-Star Fighters to to that cool exclu- is is uh exclusive, I mean it's <laughs> words is tangled here. So excited. Uh, if it get added to that lunch uh lunch like that's pretty dope, yo. PlayStation is boys is making some moves, man. So even if we get Crash Band a brand new Crash Bandicoot on PS4, we already know that PlayStation 5 is going to do like the whole free upgrade games and all that. We know they're going to do that, which is a very cool thing, and I hope they continue to do uh, for all of the games. Uh, but even if we get it for the 4 and it look better on the 5 and it run better and blah, 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 we're still getting a brand new Crash Bandicoot. Man, look, I hope those uh, things, leaks and everything i seen was legit. I hope it was real uh, because... Hey, I love me some Crash Bandicoot, and I can't wait to see it. Even though I be want to throw the control at the damn TV sometimes because I can't beat this one stage. I beat it back in the day. I know I can do it, but things have changed. <laughs> On the PS4, things have changed. The whole button layout is a little bit different, and it makes things a little bit more harder. Uh, but I really hope they fix little things like that. On this new Crash Bandicoot. But that's going to be tight, man. And um, think, speaking of something else that's next gen, Cyberpunk 2077 got pushed back. Now, the thing is about that, um, I think they're pushing that back. Of course, probably because, you know, like, damn, Last of Us 2 getting 
10 out of 10s everywhere, and it's an amazing game. But I'm trying to figure out, like, what, why they keep pushing that game back. I'm not mad. You know what I'm saying? Usually, a lot of times, they push these game backs, these games back. It'd it be for a good reason, man. I'm not mad about it. But, um, you know what? I'm really not mad about it because I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Next Gen comes out right around that time. They're pushing it back to anyway. So, what if they're trying to push it back for, like, a next gen star release? Mm-hmm. That's perfect marketing, and that's perfect timing. That's why I'm not mad. Go ahead and drop Cyberpunk 2077 at lunch for next gen. Go ahead, because even if the people, even for the people that don't get next gen when it first comes out, and they buy it for their current console, they just kind of wait for next gen. They can still upgrade it to the next gen. That's a perfect market strategy. For Cyberpunk 2077. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and get the CEO, all these guys on the phone, tell them to sit down and have a meeting. Look, man, y'all need that. That's great. Continue to do that. If you can push this game out is right around the time for next gen and people can still buy for the current gen and upgrade to the next gen for free whenever they get a next gen. Oh, I guarantee you Cyberpunk 2077 will sell, folks. I guarantee it. Uh that's I'm not mad at it. But you got to ask yourself, like, what's the reason they keep pushing it back? Like, is it, like, bugs that they can't figure out in the game? Like, is it the graphics? Are they trying to get it to work with next gen? What's causing the holdup? But at the same time, again, hmm, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> but, uh, man, this last of us, too, man. I'm about to go ahead and call this podcast a pausing moment. Stay tuned for more because I'm going to get into this last of us, too, man. This game is 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 magnificent, man. Uh, stay tuned for more and game on, man. Y'all be easy. Peace.